Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, your host. And as always, it's our mission on this podcast to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication. And what we're going to do in this podcast is we're going to highlight a diagnosis or a type of headache that you may be experiencing. And so the, the way this came about is because on our social media pages, we have people that ask questions. And one of the, the most common questions that we got was, what about this ice pick-like sensation in my eye or in my temple? And so that ice pick presentation of a headache, that ice pick headache was something that kept popping up. And as we were looking back through our podcast, I noticed that the podcast where we talk about a specific diagnosis or specific type of headache, people found that really helpful. And so if you have ice pick-like headaches, this podcast is for you. Now, in clinic, we find that a lot of people do present in this pattern. So they'll tell us that they have, it feels like an ice pick is, is stabbing through their eye or being shoved through their eye or through their temple. And now that, that sounds really graphic, but that's, that's what people say the experience is like. It's awful. It's, um, it's a really excruciatingly painful process to, to, uh, go through. Now, that sort of presentation feels like there should be something that uh, is found on an MRI or an X-ray or a CT scan. It feels like, oh, there's something that uh, is pushing on a nerve or there's a tumor. There's something that is causing this debilitating pain, this ice pick-like pain. So what we're going to do today is break break down that that presentation, why that presentation would occur. And then we're going to talk about the different sort of uh, sites of tension that we see clinically, typically with that presentation. And so what I want you to leave this podcast with is a better understanding of ice pick like pain, where it might come from anatomically understanding it. And then also why, um, why it might come to be meaning what are the, the things that you're doing or the, the spots within your neck or your jaw or your shoulders that need to be addressed that might be leading to an ice pick like presentation. All right. So first off, ice pick headaches have other sorts of, um, diagnoses or names that are attached to them. So the jabs and jolts syndrome, needle in the eye syndrome. I mean, that's just, yeah, awful. Um, and then sharp, short-lived head pain. So Typically, this ice pick stabbing sensation is not something that'll last too long, which is which is good news, okay? So most of the time when people are interacting with us that have ice pick-like pain, their symptoms are going to be um, relatively short-lived, okay? Now, it might be relatively frequently. It might be frequently throughout the day, so it's happening multiple times throughout the day, but when they get the ice pick-like pain, it uh, will typically come and go. Now, one of the things we're going to talk about in this podcast is that not everyone's presentation of maybe a similar underlying problem is the same. And so when we think about headaches and we think about the different types of pain that people experience, we think about the different locations that people experience those different types of pain. And we think about when they experience and for how long they experience the types of pain. You have these different categories, and those different categories um, are unique to you. 
So rarely does someone come in and have the exact same presentation as the person before them. Now, do they have the exact same presentation as far as the underlying um, triggers or the the tension that's in their neck or their their posture or how their neck and their jaw are moving? No, there's nuances there as well. So when we're looking at the medical field and how as, as a patient, you're interacting with a provider and you're telling them that you have this ice pick presentation in your head. Now, just like when I talk about migraine symptoms and the different classifications or types of symptoms that would lead you down a road of being diagnosed with migraine, uh, the ice pick headache is similar. So meaning you tell them that you have an ice pick stabbing sensation in your temple or in your eye. Maybe it moves from the front to the back, from side to side. That ice pick presentation does not necessarily mean that you have an underlying condition. And it doesn't mean that when you do an MRI or CT that they're going to find anything. But with a, with a pain presentation like this, so sudden onset of a severe pain in your head, oftentimes it is appropriate to get screened for underlying conditions, whether that's uh, something vascular or, um, I mean, potentially something like a tumor. But for the most part, if you're listening to this podcast, this you have not you are likely not experiencing a ice pick like sensation in your head for the very first time. You probably have been searching for a solution and you typed in headache podcast and you found this podcast or however you came to find this. Um, the chances are very, very high that you do not have an underlying problem that they're going to find with, with imaging. Okay. And so for those of you that are still searching for a solution, you've gone through your, uh, the different healthcare providers, or maybe you've just lived with this pain for so long and you're looking for what is actually happening. Now, what I want to shed light on is, as we talked about, there's different types of presentations for different people. They present at different times and uh, last in different uh, durations, okay, in inter- different intervals of time. So why does that happen? And specifically, what are ice pick headaches? So let's start with ice pick headaches and think through what might be causing an ice pick sensation. All right. So when we think of a nerve, like the trigeminal nerve, the trigeminal nerve has these three branches. Uh, It has a branch that kind of brings sensation, uh, captures sensation from around our eyes. We have a branch that captures sensation from our cheek and then our jaw. Okay. And each of those nerves has potential, um, for being irritated to, to some extent, Uh, any nerve in our body, when it's irritated, the presentation that we typically see is like a burning, potentially stabbing pain. Okay. So burning, stabbing, these are words that are attributed to nerve like sensations in addition to numbness and tingling. But when it, when it comes to pain, Typically, a nerve is described as burning, stabbing, okay? So it's it's sharp. It has that burning sensation to it. It's not like this dull achiness. It's like, ouch, sharp, burning, okay? So people use those words to describe when a nerve itself is irritated, all right? So why would a nerve itself be irritated or why would our brain be receiving this input as if our nerve was irritated? Well, it's interesting because when we... When we think about headaches in general, and again, the the type of pain we experience, the location of the pain, um, how long we experience it, and when we experience it, so those things differ. 
Now, why do they differ? First off, why does the type of pain differ? So there's a couple things going on here. One is the actual tissue that's irritated. So for a lot of people, the upper part of the neck is going to be the sensitive, inflamed, kind of tight, irritated area. That's where the pain is, is going to be traveling from and the brain's confusing the location of it. All right. So with the upper neck, not doing its job. Now, when we're thinking about a sharp stabbing pain, um, I'm going to say that what's happening here is this, the irritation, in the upper part of the neck, the lack of movement is going to have an impact on jaw function. It's going to have an impact on your visual system. All right. So what I mean there is as your head is sitting on your neck and your the upper part of your neck is, is not moving the way it should. So you should have half of your rotation through C1 and C2 uh, up high in your neck, and you should have this nodding motion. All right. Let's assume those are not doing their job. Let's say you, you're stuck. Your head is kind of stuck up high here with a little bit of a side bend. So your head's not resting comfortably in a neutral position. Now your jaw and your eyes are sort of relying on your neck to be in a neutral position for them to function throughout the day without having increased stress. Okay. So this is a little bit getting into chicken or the egg because it, in some situations, the jaw can be driving this and in others, the, the neck and in, in other situations, the eyes can be driving this and in, in, in some of the neck, but for the sake of this conversation, we're going to say the neck is the problem. And then that leads to the jaw building up tension. So your jaw is a fixed bone with two joints. As you open and close, uh, both joints need to move at the same speed. So if there's resistance on one side, that, that side generally is going to move slower because of that resistance. And so over time, there's stress placed on the jaw. Now, where does that stress go? What does that look like? Oftentimes, that stress is going to present itself as a trigger point or tension built up in the temporalis muscle. Well, where is the temporalis? It's in the temple. It's in the side of the head, okay? Oftentimes, people say their ice pick headache is right there. So in this scenario, the location of the ice pick headache being in the temple would trigger me as a provider to think that their jaw might be part of the problem. All right. So see how we're piecing this out. Now, knowing that the type of pain being an ice pick likely means it could mean that their nerve is irritated, or it could mean that their brain is thinking the nerve is irritated. So the type of pain, it does it does impact how I think about the situation. But in this scenario, the fact that it's in the temple is going to come to the top of like my problem solving and understanding what's happening and say, well, maybe the jaw is playing into this. Now, the neck can also refer, refer pain into the temple. But in this scenario, if it's a very, if, if it's, if it's a sharp, uh, stabbing type pain that comes on very suddenly and then goes away uh, just as suddenly and lasts for a short period of time, um, and it's it's a very distinct area of the body, I'm going to think that, okay, this there's something happening where the jaw is not happy and that temporalis muscle is kind of pushed past the threshold uh, that it, it says, okay, I'm just going to be angry for a little bit and then I'll calm down. All right? So that's what's going on in my head. Now, behind the eye, let's talk about that. So behind the eye is less of a, I, if someone comes to me and they say I have an ice pick headache, it feels like it's driving an ice pick through my eye. We actually hear that uh, quite frequently. And 
oftentimes that can be seen as like a trigeminal neuralgia or a, a potential, I mean, occipital neuralgia would be more the back of the head wrapping up and around. But this type of presentation is not uncommon. Now, what could be happening here? Now, again, if it's ice pick driving the eye, we see that commonly connected to the upper part of the neck. Now, eye pain. Eye pain, if someone has a, a visual sort of, um, if they're dysfunctional, meaning like their eyes when they are tracking objects as they move closer to your body uh, or left to right, up or down, if the eyes have to strain and do more work than, than is needed and they're not efficiently moving, stress can build up. Now, typically that's like the pushing uh, just below the eyebrow bone type of thing that you'll see. People will intuitively push in the upper uh, middle corner of like their of their eye, like in their uh, up into their eyebrow bone. If you if you have this pain, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, that typically is a little bit different than like the ice pick sensation. But um, if if that little muscle right there called the superior oblique gets angry enough, it could potentially um, present with pain, and and stabbing pain is not out of the question. But oftentimes, it truly is the neck that's just aggravated to the point where your brain is getting this signal. It thinks the trigeminal nerve or that pain signal is coming from the eye itself. And it's like this stabbing pain. So it's interpreting this as being a nerve problem and it's located in your eye. Okay. Now, the reason that I would think more neck than the, than your vision being the issue is because visually um, that type of headache is usually this low-grade headache behind the eyes that just sort of builds as we're looking at screens or using our phone kind of throughout the day. Now, ice pick headaches just kind of come and go very quickly. So when we think of the neck connected to ice pick headaches, your neck is in all sorts of different positions and there's different stresses placed through your neck throughout the day. So in this scenario, if you if your neck is like bumping up against that threshold where if it crosses that threshold, you're going to experience this ice pick-like sensation and that'll last until it kind of calms down again or, or drops below that threshold. Now, if any little thing can set it off, then the way you're sitting, the way you're um, holding yourself, uh, and if your head's cocked to one side or the other, um, let's say you're, you're looking at your phone and your head shifted forward. Let's say you just look up or you, you turn your head one way or the other. There, there's all sorts of little things that can kind of trigger this. Now, those all sound like relatively benign things and they should be, but when your neck is in this state of being so aggravated, it it doesn't take much to kind of push it over the edge. All right. And, uh, the reason like some days might be better than others, there's a lot, a lot of factors involved. So we could talk about triggers. We could talk about things that impact your threshold, but just understand that for most people, they're going to be impacted by, um, whether it's barometric pressure changes, whether it's inflammatory foods for, uh, women, it's going to be hormones, uh, impacting their, their body's threshold for what it can tolerate during that time. It's going to be postures throughout the day. It's going to be stress levels. There's all sorts of things that are going to impact that specific situation that we're in. So it's not just one thing, but what might lead to the tipping point can feel like one or can can actually be one thing. But but all of this other stuff is sort of um, impacting our, our whole experience, okay? So ice pick headaches behind the eye, likely the brain interpreting this trigeminal nerve as, as 
having a problem. So it's interpreting this as like a nerve pain, uh, but it could be from the neck. Temple, we might think jaw, we might think temporalis, we might think that the temporalis, it has a trigger point or some sort of knot in it. Um, and so we look at jaw, we see if, if your teeth are contacting each other, we see how your jaw opens and closes. Does it have a deviation to one side or the other? And so what we want to do is reduce the amount of tension through the jaw joint itself. We want to improve the way uh, your well, we want to improve your bite, which might mean uh, someone within the dental world, a specialist in that world that can look at that. But uh, looking at how your jaw functions is going to be the role that we take on to help reduce those symptoms. Okay. Now, when people come in with ice, ice pick headaches, typically it's a lot of like multiple things that are contributing. But what I like about ice pick headaches is they are typically one-sided. So that one-sided presentation is helpful because we can almost always match the side of the symptom, so the side of the headache, with some specific problem in the neck. Now, I've also had people with ice pick-like headaches that present with a very particular uh, sensitive spot in their neck. So that could, that could mean that the C, C2 and C3. So we talk a lot about the head sitting on the first bone, the first bone and sec, second bone, how we should rotate. But C2, 3 sometimes gets overlooked. Now, in a lot of people, there's a really sensitive spot right there. And as that builds and builds and builds, I've had people explain their headaches or describe their headaches as being that ice pick-like sensation. And so sometimes ice pick headaches are nice because it's one-sided and it, we can sort of isolate specifically where it's coming from. Now, again, the, there's not these things don't necessarily work just in isolation, but there's a difference between a patient that comes in and has more of a general pain and they're just like their neck hurts all the time and their head hurts all the time. And they have a lot of stuff to work on. And we just have to start working on things to see how their body's going to respond. There's a difference between that and the person that comes in and still has a lot of things that they need to be worked on. But as far as their pain pattern, we can tie that directly to a specific spot in their neck and address that right away. All right. So ice pick headaches, it's to summarize, it's, it's a, the brain interpreting this as a nerve sensation. So there's a sensation traveling to our brain and the brain's interpreting what's happening and the brain's interpretation of the type of pain, the location of pain, the duration of pain, um, and when the pain occurs are all things that are different for everyone. Now, this ice pick presentation typically is connected to a nerve itself. That's how people describe nerve pain is like sharp stabbing, burning, um, and so we're going to assume it's like something, something, whether it's trigeminal nerve or something just being picked up by the trigeminal nerve. Now, if that's the neck, that's just the brain misinterpreting where it's coming from. If it's temple, we think maybe jaw is playing into it. But ultimately, my, my point that I want to drive home here is that ice pick headaches are something that we see often in our clinic. And honestly, they're a type of headache that I that we feel very confident with in treating. Um, there's very few people with ice pick headaches that don't find significant relief, and usually it's relatively quick. Because if you imagine the pain ramps up, and you have this ice pick like stabbing pain in your eye or in your temple, and then it goes back down. What that's telling me is you're hovering right around this threshold most of your day. Okay, now it'll bump up and it'll be this extreme pain experience, and it'll come back down. So. 
Usually with treatment, we don't necessarily have to wait for too long for you to see relief in what we're doing. Because if you're hovering right around that threshold, all we need to do is bump it down a little bit. And what you'll see is their frequency and the intensity of your symptoms reduce. Okay. And so what we've found in our clinic is actually, and this is just generally for people with headaches, migraines, any type of uh, diagnosis when they come to us, about three weeks into, into treatment, that's about six weeks, this is in-person care, people are finding about 50% reduction in, in their symptoms, okay? So what we do is uh, that's, that's 50 people that we've assessed uh, over the past year. And what we do is we have them fill out just a questionnaire at, at the sixth visit. And we say, what is the percentage of, of improvement that you've had up to this point? And they'll say 50%. Now, ice pick headaches, I would say we, we have high hopes for people with ice pick headaches um, because historically they do well because of that s- specific location, the fact that they're there and they go away. And so if we just get the neck in a little bit better shape, usually you start to feel better. Um, so the, the other outcome measure that we're, that we're seeing or the other outcome that we're seeing is by the end of care. So there's 12 to 16 visits, maybe, um, maybe three months or so, six to six to eight weeks. Um, so within a couple months span, as people go through our plan of care, we're seeing the number of headache or migraine days decrease from about 20, it was 19, uh, 19 point something to six. All right. So, and that's, that's us evaluating when they were going through treatment on average, they would go from 19 to six. All right. Now, just for your frame of reference, and this is, I'm, I'm kind of, we found this data. Uh, we, we pulled this data just recently. That's why I'm talking about it. Um, so it's a deviation a little bit from ice pick headaches, but, uh, this is, this is really, really cool because when we think about the CGRP drugs and the HOV, Mgality, they are basically the, the research that they're coming out with is saying that half the people that take them will see 50% reduction in the frequency or the intensity. So half the people will see 50%, 50%, 50%. So, and we're seeing 50%, um, improvement in our patients within three weeks, which is extremely quick considering if you've had these for years and years or decades. And then by the time we're done with our full plan of care, on average, we're seeing a drop from 19 to six, and that's a 70% improvement. So we're, we're getting much better outcomes than what the greatest medications out there are doing right now. And you don't have to take meds. And so we can have confidence when treating someone with ice pick headaches because they come in and they get better. And we don't have to say, well, we, we need to get an image because ice pick headaches, um, sound like they're a nerve problem and we don't treat nerves. And so we can't help, you No, we are seeing an impact on people with headaches and migraines and all types of different presentations. And those presentations can be short or they can be long. Um, they can be described differently. And this ice pick type pain, this presentation is debilitating, but it's something that we're seeing that we can help, which is very exciting. And especially if you've already gone through our healthcare system and they have not found anything that provides you with an answer or a solution, then we need to think neck. We need to think jaw. We need to think what else is happening here that I haven't had evaluated or treated appropriately. And so that I can get to the the root of this, I can get to the, um, the, yeah, the, the actual, I can find solutions as far as what treatment should look like. And, uh, we, we love helping people, um, with ice pick headaches. Like I said, um, 
you are, if you are experiencing ice pick headaches, uh, we don't want you to suffer any longer. Please uh, reach out to us or we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast and I just read a review. Whoever wrote that review, uh, uh, recently, I think it was last month. Um, and there's been a few that I, I literally was in tears because doing this podcast, getting this information out there and hearing that it's helping people. Um, it, it means a lot when I hear your stories. And so thank you for writing that. Thank you for helping us, uh, get this podcast out in, in as many in front of as many people as we can. So if you, have enjoyed listening to this podcast. If the information has helped you and you feel like it'll help someone else, I want you to share this podcast. I want you to write a a review for this podcast. Give us a five-star review so that we can continue to grow our impact. Thank you for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast, where it's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication, allowing you to thrive in whatever you do.